0: So my story begins when I was born dead. Okay. So I come out of my mother's womb. I was completely dead. Okay. They said that I was blue. Okay. My dad confirmed the story. Yeah. And that they the doctors had done everything they had done they could do. Yeah. And they turned around and walked out and left me there. Whew. And so okay. my mother's like, hey, uh <laughs> my son's dead here. And she's like yelling. Right. And she just says, she says one thing, Jesus. Help my son. She said that she saw him come through the wall, breathe the breath of life into me, and go back. Now, this is scriptural because the breath originally came from him. Yeah, the breath of life. Yeah, into Adam. Right. So it is scriptural. Yes. So, and I had jaundice when I was younger. I was very sick when I was a little boy. Yeah. As you can see, I'm not very sick now, but when I was younger, I was. Yeah. And so I remember growing up, I played in the dirt a lot. It was very simple. I didn't have, Mm -hmm. we didn't have a lot of money. And we, and, and a lot of people will say that people who don't have money tend to go toward the religious stuff. Yeah. Which may be true, but for me, it's not like that. That's not what it was for me. Yeah. So I started off, I went to, my mom and dad would take me to, I remember specifically this white church with a graveyard in the back. Yeah. I was scared to walk to the back of the graveyard. Okay. I was afraid someone was going to come out and get me. But I remember specifically that I did Bible school there. Okay. And I remember this distinct desire to do the very best I could. Yeah. So I was one of those kind of people that was a doer. Yeah. I really wanted to do, I was an overachiever. Gotcha. I wanted to overachieve at everything I did. Okay. And Bible school was no different. I was going to be better than everybody else. Yeah. And I was. Yeah. But what I didn't know is that later in my life, that was going to come back to bite me in the rear end and haunt me forever. Okay. So it, I ended up going to. Um, I mean, I was living with my dad. My brother was always in in trouble. Yeah, all the time. All the time. He was always in trouble. He would always go and do stupid crap, yeah. and then he would end up in like some kind of detention center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that went on for the, his almost his entire life. Okay. He, I remember he the first alcoholic beverage he ever drank. Yeah. And he became an alcoholic after that. I'll <laughs> never forget it. And for me. I was like, I'm never going to touch that stuff. Never going to touch it. I don't like it. Smells bad. I don't like it at all. So I remember we distinctly were... I remember this one time. We lived in this house, and I still have this dream to this day. Okay. I don't know why. Don't know why. Okay. But I was there, and this is what happened. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. We were. I was standing out at the back of the house, and I saw what appeared to be... You remember gremlins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember when Gizmo turned into it when he started popping popping them off his back? Yeah. That's what I saw. Oh. Run. It ran behind. There was a little shed out in the middle of the yard. Yeah. It ran behind the shed. Okay. What that means, I don't know. I've yeah. had that dream like 10 times. Okay. And I don't know what the significance is, but yeah. in that same house, I saw a demon. Oh. With my own two eyes. Okay. So, the story goes is my brother was, I was in the living room, yeah. and I heard him talking to somebody. Yeah. He was physically talking to somebody. Yeah. So, I go, the way the living room went, you go down the, into the living room. Yeah. Down the hallway, and his room was the first one on the right. Yeah. I walk into the room and look in the corner, and there's a cat man standing in the corner of the room. Oh. Talking to my brother, and I'm like, uh, I ran out and said, uh, Mama Jesse's uh, talking to a cat man. Yeah. I was terrified. How old were at this point? My brother was 7, I believe. So, would... so that's right around the time he started hearing voices and stuff. Okay. So the fear of that is that what if I start hearing voices? Okay. What if this happens to me? Yeah. Well, I got to distance myself from that. Yeah. So I ended up distancing myself from that and but in in reality what I did was I shunned my brother. Oh, uh, okay. And I Turned my back on him and I walked away. Got it. And so when that happened, this is something I'm not proud of, because it led yeah. to me not loving him the way I should have. Yeah. Now my brother, he was, and time goes on, time goes on. I meet my wife. Yeah. This was I I I'd, I'd had a couple girlfriends that didn't believe in Christ, but one of them, now I got saved when I was like three. Okay. Three or four. Yeah. And I distinctly remember it. Okay. Praying on my knees. Okay. I remember I changed. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that I changed forever. Right. He keeps changing me. Because we are imperfect. We are imperfect. We are a
1: broken people.
0: Yes, we are. That's a fact. And if you ain't, you're a liar. Yep. (laughs) A very large (laughs) liar. A a large liar. Yeah. Because God says we're broken. Yeah. So we, we ended up, I had these two girlfriends and one of them, The first one I had ended up cheating on me and I, 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 that, that broke me. Something inside of me broke me when I, when I, when I lost my virginity at 20 years old. Yeah. Something inside of me changed. Not for the better. Yeah. I would highly recommend that you save yourself to marriage. Yeah. That's the way it's meant to be. Yeah. It, It breaks you. And I don't know why it broke me, but it changed me and it broke me. Yeah. And so that was at 20 and then I met my other my next girlfriend she was lived in uh, Murphy North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Quite a drive yeah. from where I live. Yeah. And I remember distinctly that when I first met her her dad had died a week before I met her. Okay. So I was coming in on the tail end of some serious grief. Some serious right. mass. Well, this, the starting of the serious The grief. starting right. of the serious right. grief and and so Me and her we got along very well. We really did. Until she told me what to do. Oh. So rather than me trying to work it out with her, I just said, I'm done with you. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. But I did. Yeah. And and I remember distinctly when I met my wife, and this is where things start to get a little a little hairy. Yeah. I was addicted to pornography for quite some time. I still struggle with lust. Yeah. But I am better. Yes. I am getting better every day. Yeah. And I, I'm learning how to trust in God to help me with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up going to, I met my wife at a cotton mill. Okay. She was an illegal alien. Okay. She came from Guatemala. I'm just going to bear it all, Yeah, man. yeah. She she came from Guatemala illegally when yeah. she was three with her mother. Yeah. And they were on a, what's it called? Um, like work visa? No, it's where they're escaping from asylum. Oh, asylum. Okay. Asylum. So they were escaping a war in Guatemala because yeah. it was a nightmare down there. Yeah. So they come here and my wife's mother now has residency. Yeah. My wife still has a work authorization card, but yep. nothing more than that because the law is not really there yet. Yeah. Whether it will be or not, I, who it's knows? our government. Yeah. Who knows? But we, when I first met her, she was illegal. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, okay. And I remember distinctly the time that she said, she, she said, honey, I have something to tell you. Yeah. And she said, I'm not Monica. And I said, Oof. I said, well, you, what do you mean you're not? Well, who are you then? My name is Juana. My real name is Juana. I'm like, yeah. Wait, what? You're real? You, okay, wait, what? Yeah. I was confused. Yeah. And, but what? here's what I learned from that. When she sent me down and said that, I knew right then I wanted to be with her. Yeah. See, I saw her once yeah. and I knew that I want I I knew there was something there, but yeah. I didn't know what. it was gonna turn into what it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well we'll just we'll just date for ten, five yeah. months or something yeah. and I'll break it off and yeah. we'll yeah. go our separate ways. But yeah. it didn't work in seventeen yeah. years and we're still together. It's amazing. Yeah. And we so we ended up when she sat me down, it, it showed me two things. Mm. It showed me the character that she had. Yeah. She was doing this because she, she didn't have a choice. Right. And she
1: also cared for you to be honest with you. She cared me
0: enough for me to be honest with you with that secret. Exactly. And, and here's what I said to her. I said, you can't work anymore. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, huh? And I said, well, you're doing it illegally. We can't do that. God ain't God's not going to bless something. Right. If we're knowingly doing it illegally. Yeah. And she stopped working. Okay. That caused some hard times. Yeah. Because I was making, I was making okay money, but then I got laid off and then I couldn't find another job because I didn't have a GED.
1: Right. And we've talked about that on the other podcast that we host through. We have talked about that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we, so I ended up getting my GED in like 2006 or something like that. We got married in 2009. Okay. And you know, I I learned a lot. I learned how selfish I was. Mm Mm-hmm. And how selfish I still am, yeah. and how God wants me to be selfless. Yeah. And our the church, I believe, people need to understand that when you are being selfish, mm-hmm. you're really telling people that you just don't care about them.
1: There's a, a worship song, um, not to us, but to your glory.
0: Exactly, and it's yep. not
1: about us. It's about God. It's mm-hmm. about his 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 glory and his. Bringing him to the his message to the world through yeah. just sometimes just being who you are exactly um, yeah and that that's more powerful sometimes than actually throwing a Bible at somebody or having a yeah whatever because the the power of a of a of a living witness that's is important. people see that and they go what's where do you – how why are you why like is he this? different yeah why, and they'll ask like why are you like that I'm like well it's a God thing man I just. I signed up and I, I like God's my, God's my direction. God's my, my lighthouse. Um, come on. Man. There's the other song. I think it's, it might be Ren Collective. I can't remember who's sang. it. No, it might be, I don't know who sings it, but it's my lighthouse. Yeah, And it's the image of God as our lighthouse um, <laughs> because of our imperfections. Obviously storms are going to come, yep. but if we can hew close and stay on, focused on his light from that lighthouse, we'll get, We'll get back. We'll get back on the rocks again, and we'll be back with him. Yep. And, and we're, then we're on to the next thing, and we're on to the next journey, looking True. for his next lighthouse, the next signal of, of God in our journey on yeah. that path. That's right. get seaborne or walking. Um, so when, like, at what point in that in that journey did your faith become what it is now or start to trend towards what it is now?
0: when i was probably 42. Okay. So 2 years ago. Okay, cuz you're 44 now. Yeah, so there there was so i i considered myself to be a really good christian, yeah, back in the day and yeah. and i was i thought, "Oh, i'm just so good. I yeah. I do the best i can. I try to follow you Jesus." Yeah. And what i found out was that i was straying away from him. Yeah. Because i didn't care for anybody. Yeah. So, have you ever been around an alcoholic before? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so my brother was an alcoholic yeah. and a drug addict, yeah. and I miss you, bro. Man, I miss him so much. Yeah. He he taught me in his death more than I ever learned when he was alive. Mm. What I learned from him was that when, when you have the opportunity to love someone, mm. they're right in front of you. Yeah. You need to love them. Yeah. Like, God didn't say, hey, beat this person over the head with the Bible right. because— yeah. They're no good.
1: Right. Judge, them, judge them until they change judge their mind.
0: Judge them until they beat them over the head until yeah. they change their mind. Yeah. He did not say that. Nope. Not in scripture. Nope. Nowhere is it found. Yeah. And, and then some people will say, oh, well, we're fruit inspectors. Yeah, but you take fruit inspector and you change it into beating them over the head. Right. So yeah. <laughs> you can't well, you, do yeah.
1: it. You, you go from being a fruit inspector to being one of the Old old Testament like well, not even that, but the the guys who went after him, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees, yeah, yeah you, you become you, a Pharisee. You start well, because you know? yeah, because fruit inspector means well. There's rules and there's regulations and there's yep. size requirements and there's color requirements. Exactly. Then it's just like well, you're just you, you're
0: you're <laughs> you're probably just as bad. <laughs> you're, as
1: you're, like, you're, you're the new Sadducee. You're the new Pharisee. This is not. This true. is not 33 AD, AD. This is not 2023. Yeah. Get yourselves out of that setting. But it's well, yeah. that selfish idea of, it is selfish. I know better and I'm going to use Ooh. this stuff to tell you why. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. You I'm going to be use along- this
0: stuff to tell you what to do. Right.
1: It's like, no, you need to walk alongside them and live yeah. life with them.
0: That's yeah. the key. Yeah. And so that's what I found. Yeah. But it was only after he died that I learned that. And I still struggle with that. Yeah. Because it, it was so ingrained in me that yeah. the selfishness that I had. Yeah. I just I wanted what was good for me and I didn't care about him. Yeah. But now oh I don't feel that way now at yeah. all. So my brother, he ended up committing suicide in when he was thirty three years old. Yep. In twenty fifteen. Okay. April second. I'll never forget it. It's my birthday. It is. That's exactly when he did it. Okay. And so I remember the somebody one of my friends on Facebook said, Hey, uh, something bad's happened at your dad's house. Well I yeah. was like Oh crap! My brother killed my dad. Right. That's the first thought yeah. that went through my head. Yeah. But then I found out. I called the house and nobody answered. I'm like, Well, why ain't nobody answering? Yeah. I found out my dad was with my my godfather at the Huddle House. Yeah. In Clayton, Georgia. Yeah. Having a discussion with him because yeah. my brother had committed suicide. Jeez. So when we, I had the church that I had at the time. They prayed over me. Yeah. And I said, I had this deep desire to help my dad heal yeah as quickly as i could because i i was only going to be there for two weeks yeah i had to work quick yeah and so i go there and i said father look if it's your desire that i help to heal my dad yeah make it happen yeah because i gotta i gotta help him heal but yeah. inside i was tore all to pieces yeah so i was kind of being strong for my dad and yeah. so we I ended up going and I cleaned my brother's blood. I will never forget cleaning his blood off the carpet and Mm. off the wall. I will never forget that as long as I live. That's intense. And when you go, when I, when I walked in the room, it was like a, like a darkness, man. Like this, I I can't even describe what I felt. Yeah. Like a, like an emptiness Mm -hmm. and a darkness that I felt that fell over me. Yeah. And, but I said, God. I'm trusting you to help me with this. Yeah. And so I went to my dad and my dad said, son, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah. That, that meant everything to me, man. And so we, we ended up, I got back home and he, I believe he gave up at that point. Yeah. He, he was never the same. Now he me and him talked every day. We yeah. played the video game. Me and him yeah. weren't very close when I was younger. Yeah. Me and my mother were really close. But yeah. I spent my entire life working to please my parents. Yeah. I always did that. As hard as I could do it. Yeah. I never cussed them.
1: Yeah.
0: Ever. Yeah. I never did. Because my mom would have beat the crap out right. of
1: you. <laughs> you would you you would the consequences would be immediate.
0: Woo, they would have been right then, man. Yeah. But you know, I I I think it was because of my mother that my my faith is what it is because yeah. she I saw her work it out. Yeah, she would take clothes. Yeah, and she would take them to like these homeless shelters. Yeah, and give them out to people on the streets. That's what I saw in my mm-hmm. childhood. Yeah, and so it, it it created something in me that I didn't know. I that's starting to grow now. Yeah, now <laughs> I mean that's like thirty years ago, but it's now growing. Yeah, and so I I ended up. I went and saw this movie called Sound of Freedom. Have you seen it? Haven't, no. Oh, my goodness. So my, my mom did a lot of work with children, yeah. like abused children and yeah. stuff like that. And I saw the kids, the way they reacted to somebody when they care. Yeah. When they truly, truly care. Mm-hmm. Our, our job in this world is to care for each other. Yep. That is our job. Yeah. Our job is not to go over there and beat somebody overhead, call them an idiot. The they're great, stupid. The greatest of
1: these commands is love.
0: Love. Exactly. Love one another. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. And so we, so me and my wife, as we started to grow closer together, we had Adam. Yeah. And we had Adam out of wedlock. Yep. We had Isaac. We were married when we had Isaac, but yep. not Adam. And so Adam, from the very beginning, was joyous. Mm-hmm. He was like this little this little ball of joy had a little curly hair. Yeah. He was just and there people used to say, Is that your little girl? Like, that's a little boy. What is wrong with (laughs) y'all? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So we lived in Georgia at the time and and I was working at this job and and all this time I'm trying to work my faith out. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what he wants me to do. Yeah. While at the same time not wanting to know what he wants me to do. And so I ended up, we, we left, I'll never forget it, man. We, we moved, we left, we had to leave Georgia because I'd lost my job. Yeah. I had no other options. Right. We left Georgia, went to North Carolina with my mom. Yeah. That's when she divorced my dad. Yeah. And so me and my wife went there with Adam and we get to, I'll never forget that. The house we lived in was free. At that time, I wasn't making enough money to pay even half my bills. Okay. Half of my loans went into default. Oof. See, I know what it's like to struggle with money, man. Yeah. I know. And so we ended up going there. Oh, my goodness. I'll never forget those debt collectors. Yeah. They would call me, and I would just cringe, man. Yeah. And so one day, I came home from work the time, I was making like eight bucks an hour. That, that wasn't nothing. Yeah, that was <laughs> That's <laughs> That's not a lot. That <laughs> ain't enough. And so I ended up getting home, and my wife was bawling on the couch, man. I mean crying. Yeah. And I said, honey, what's wrong? I went to touch her. She said, don't touch me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Which, in turn, what do you think happened to me? Yeah. That made me cry. Yeah. So I go in the bedroom. I walked in the bedroom. I slammed the door. I got on my face, and I said, God, if you are there, if you are there, you need to make something happen. Right. Because I can't do this on my own. I don't know what to do. Yeah. A week later, I got a call. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a week later. A week later is when I went for the interview. Yeah. Two days later, I got a call from a friend of my dad's. Michael Thunderbird. Thank you, bro. So Michael Funderburk, he gives me a call and he says, hey, Chris, we have this position we want to give you. And I said, how did you know I need a job? He said, I just know. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I remember when I said that prayer, I was on my face. Yeah. And I remember I closed my eyes and I could see myself at the feet of Christ Mm -hmm. praying to him. Yeah. I will never forget that. And I knew something was going to happen soon. I yeah. knew it because I prayed with everything I had. And so we, the faith that I had back then was more, was more raw than it is now. Yeah. Now it's a little more, it's a little more wise and a yeah. little more fully grown, but back then it wasn't, it yeah. was more raw. It was like, yeah. it was raw faith. And so we ended up, we went for the interview, didn't have the money. Course. Didn't even have the money to go back. But I'm like, okay, well, we'll get the money from somebody. We had some friends of mine from church. Right. Said, we'll finance your trip back. Okay. Yeah. So at that point, I, I decided, okay, I said, I'm going to go, honey. I'm going to find out where this goes. Yeah. I went there. They called me the next day and said, you have the job is yours. Wow. Come on. Wow. We left the end of the week. Wow. So within a week, yeah, you had a job. we were in Georgia. Shh. We moved in one day. We went from there to Georgia wow. that quick. And so, because me and my wife, when we move, yeah. it's one day. Yeah, There's, there's no two day business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we move in one day. And so we, because me and her have always worked good together. We've always done that. And so we ended up going back to, to Georgia. We met with this lady named Mildred Rogers. Okay. Rest in peace, girl. I love that woman. She was a great person. Whenever
1: we needed a house, yeah, she had guess a, what? She had one. <laughs> she had one figured out for you. We
0: go there, and, and I, I went up to her house. I said, hey, Mildred, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Mildred, do you have a house? She's like, Chris, you couldn't have come at a more perfect time. She had one right there. They right moved right. out last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? That's amazing. So we got in the house. She charged us, I believe it was 400 a month okay. for everything. Okay. And so, which at that time That's was a, a great deal. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. So we ended up going, from that point, we slept on the floor for like three weeks. Right. Three weeks, literally, right. we were sleeping on the floor. Went and got a mattress. I'll never forget that, chunk. I went and got a loan on the mattress. Yeah. Paid it off. Yeah. And, and I told her, I said, baby, everything's going good now. Everything's going good. Year and a half goes by, and I get this, uh, when I get to work, they're like, hey, Chris, they need to see you in the office. Oh, boy. And I, I was good at what I did. Yeah. I was good at my job. Yeah. And so they call me in and they're like, Chris, we're sorry, but we got to let you go. And I'm like, well, why? I'm confused, bro. Why? Well, the company's been bought by another company and they're laying a bunch of people off. Oof. That's the truth. Oof. And I said, oh, crap. Now what? So we went back to North Carolina again. We are not going to get into the details of that. Yeah. I hate North Carolina because of that. Okay. So That's we... Fair. But I mean, we we ended up when we went there. I put in my resume. That's actually where I started college. Okay, was in North Carolina, and I found that I had a talent, a gift for college, that I was yeah. good at it. Yeah, but I failed. Yeah, I got to algebra, yeah. and algebra just completely butchered me, man.
1: Yeah, I hate, it's rough. He oh, algebra so I bad. I don't like it any more than you do.
0: I passed it the second time. Okay, but barely. Yeah. So we we ended up going to. So once we got back, I remember I was I was talking to my dad a lot at that time and my brother was going through all kinds of crap. Yeah. Right around that time it was it was right before he killed himself. It was yeah. so bad. And we so we ended up me and my wife my wife had been telling me, I mean we went back to North Carolina, came back to Georgia like yeah. three times. Yeah. The last time we came, we I said, "Mildred, you got a place?" Yeah, it's up here living underneath me. Huh. So we ended up living under her, and then then we ended up living in another house of hers a little bit away from her house. Yeah. But we were living in that house. I was working for a company called American Woodmark at the time. Okay. And American Woodmark, in case nobody knows, they make cabinets. Yeah. Like really high-end cabinets. They charge a fortune, and they're very well-made. Yeah. Shout out to O, my buddy that works there. He's worked there for I don't know how many years. And uh, so we ended up working there for i think it was a year about a year and a half it mm-hmm. seemed to be about my time frame yeah. <laughs> working at a place right. yeah. and so we we worked there for about a year and i worked there for about a year and a half and yeah. my wife had been saying honey we need to go to colorado yeah honey we need to go to colorado yeah stuff is just not moving here and it was because of her paperwork her yeah. papers Yeah, yeah, yeah because at the time she was illegal yeah so we ended up going to i'm like god I don't care what you do. I'm not going to Colorado. No. Well, when you tell God, no, no he's going to say, I don't care what you say. Yeah. I said to yeah. go. Yeah.
1: It's, it's like telling a toddler, no,
0: I'm doing it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. So he-
1: I, 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 I want to pause. I think I just compared God to a toddler and You're I really right. don't want to be doing no, that. No, we don't want to do that. No, no. God is far from a toddler. <laughs> no, yeah. But anyway, yeah, you tell God, no, he's like, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that goes for right. you. So we ended up he what happened, what followed, yeah, looking back was the God the guiding my yeah. every step. Yeah. Because I at the time didn't want nothing to do. I'd flown yeah. to Colorado, yeah, and it was freaking knee deep in snow. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Georgia, it rarely snows there. Right. Freaking knee deep in the middle of December. Are you kidding yeah. me? So we ended up, we, we, so I tried to put it off as long as I could. Yeah. At one point we were, so we lived in, in, um, oh uh, rolling hills in Clarksville. Okay. I believe was the name of the road that we lived on and the power got shut off. Okay. We had no money. Yeah. We had no way for anything. It was me, my wife, my brother-in-law and yeah. Adam. Yeah. We were living together. And we had no money. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Yeah. We had one outlet in the house that was tied in to the other house to where we could plug the refrigerator oh, in. So, man, I know what it's like to have no money. Yeah. I know. Man, I know so well. And so we, <laughs> I'll never forget that. I praised God for like a week on that one, man. Yeah. And so we ended up, we ended up leaving there and it wasn't on good terms okay. we we just had to leave because yeah. we had no money yeah and so we we ended up moving back to mildred and that's when we went in the last house we lived in okay. georgia so we lived there and um that's where i started to notice that i had like this love for electronics and like yeah. wire like networking stuff yeah i decided one day i'm like you know what cuz I'd worked with my dad on some yeah. things and he had this I had this satellite dish and I said I wonder what you remember those little USB for yeah. the Wi-Fi? Yeah. I said I wonder what would happen. I couldn't get Wi-Fi on the other side of my house. I'm yeah. like, "I wonder what would happen if I'd take the satellite dish, take that little USB drive and right. put it on the end of that right. and point it down the hallway." Yeah. What well, gave me full signal. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay. Did not, not know that would work. You jury-rigged your way through it." So at this time, my wife is telling me, hey, we need to go to Colorado. It's yeah. time to go. Yeah. Nope, not going to Colorado. Not doing it. Yeah. Nobody's going to make me go. Yeah. So the the car that I had broke down. Okay. Unusable. Yeah. Wouldn't work. I had no money to fix it. Yeah. My dad says, son, I got a Ranger. I'm going to give you the Ranger. Okay. Gives me the Ranger. A week later, it broke down. I'm like <laughs> What in the crap is going on? Right, right. And it was one night I was going to work. I yeah. was about to go to work. And I got in the car and went to crank it. And it wouldn't crank for nothing. I rolled it all the way down the driveway because the hill was like that yeah, yeah, steep. Yeah, yeah. That's probably like 30, 40 degree angle. Yeah. I rolled it down. Wouldn't crank for nothing. That thing would not crank. Good Lord. I I remember I took this deep breath and I said, Okay. If this is what you want me to do, right. I'll go. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'll go. But I'll go. Yeah. And so I'll never forget it, man. We we left Georgia. My dad was horrified. He didn't want my boys to go. Yeah. And cuz at that time Isaac was little bitty. He was right. like less than a year old. Yeah. And so we left Georgia with $200. Oh jeez. The clothes on our backs. Yeah. And I had a computer. Okay that was it Oof. nothing else yeah. came to Colorado I hated it from the very first day hated it yeah. oh I hated it and at this time God was trying to say to me hey I'm trying to grow your faith yeah you need to listen to me yeah and all I kept saying why you keep doing this to me and right. why you hate me so much what is this junk right and so <laughs> look it back it's hilarious right
1: at the time, it was terrible. At the time, it was terrible. It's hilarious
0: now. Oh, it's hilarious now. And so we ended up going to... Um, at, at one point, I ended up getting into the place to where I said, okay, Lord, you want me to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I go to work at the school district. Okay. That happened quick. Okay. Right. And you know the school district, they yeah. don't do anything quick. Right. I ended up getting the job quick. They called me in, and they were trying to intimidate me. And and you know what? I just I looked at them, and I said... I follow Christ. Yeah, I love Jesus. Right, and that's it. Yeah, I know that anything you got here that that you have, I can learn it. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Right, I was petrified. All I'm like, oh my goodness! I just told him I could learn anything. Yeah, but in reality, that's the reality of a Christian.
1: Yeah, we're lifelong learners.
0: We are. Yeah, God is the creator of the universe. Yeah. Why can he not teach us what we need to know? Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Yeah. I ended up going into um, HVAC controls. Okay. I You weren't there at the time because nope. that was a long time yeah. ago. And I remember Rick, um, whatever his name was. I yeah. can't remember his last name now. He was the guy that I took his place. He was retiring. Yeah. I had about six months with him. But I was one of those people. I'm like, no, I'm going to go off on my own. Yeah. He's being too slow. Yeah. So I ended up going off on my own. I actually learned a lot a lot that way. Yeah. And so I I got really good at HVAC controls and I was doing like door stuff. I got Mm. really, really good at that. Yeah. And so, oh, the friends I made, man. Yeah. The friends I made in the school district. Yeah. I didn't want to go there. Yeah. But some of the friends I made 13, 14 years ago, they're my friends to this day because of that. Right. And I, if there's one thing I can advise, I can give somebody, right. man, when you get given an opportunity, right. lean into it, man, right. with everything you got, give it all you got. Yeah. And so we, so after that, God is trying to grow my faith. Now, mind you, all this time I'm trying to do, right. rather than just love, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get His approval by doing things, right. rather than it being by grace right. and love from him yeah so I, I it took me a long time to learn this man yeah. don't hate don't hate y'all
1: yeah it's not but it's not you don't. you get it you don't get into heaven by acts or works
0: no you don't
1: it's not how that's that's
0: what i thought yeah. though and so i i ended up so i i got on this tangent where i was studying scripture like fervently yeah i read the bible three times okay i i was heavy man heavy i read yeah. a lot and it wasn't at that time that I learned what I needed. Yeah. It was later. Yeah. All of those things that I learned earlier were embedded in my mind and my heart. And yeah. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And so I started seeing these little things that God would show me like, hey, Chris, you, you're yeah. you're lustful. You need to take care of this. Hey, yeah. you're yeah. selfish. You need to take care of that. Yeah. That one I still don't have rid of. Yeah. Selfishness is a rough one. Oh, but it's, it's, it's a human condition. It is the condition. That's for sure. Yeah. So we ended up, at this point, I'm like 30, I was like 33 years old when I started the school district, or 30 or something like that, and I'll never forget the day when I decided I was going to go into IT. Mm. I met a man named Toby Gurch. Okay. I don't know if you know Toby. Mm -mm. Oh my goodness. Toby, shout out to you, bro. You're one of the finest men I know. Toby recognized that I wanted to learn IT. Yeah and i kept going to the i kept going over to the district support center yeah i actually got in trouble for it like five six times yeah and i would go over there and i'd stay over there like three hours just talking to him about it yeah and my boss would say where you been uh talking to toby why did you go over there again because i'm learning yeah because my job had to had to do with Okay, the lights are blinking. That's something else. Yeah, that's new. So we we ended up going to, I ended up talking to Toby a lot, and he says, I'll tell you what I'll do. Mm. I will teach you the basics of what I know. Yeah. And that's what I'll teach you. Yeah. And if you want to know more, yeah. you can learn it. Yeah. Okay. So for four, four or five sessions, he gave me lessons mm-hmm. on basic networking. Yeah. And I said, this stuff is crazy cool. Yeah. I said, "You know what? I'm going to just go to college on it." Yeah. So I talked to God. I said, "Lord, what do you think about this? Do you think I should go to college?" Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything, of course. Right. But I ended up saying, "You know what? I'm going to do it yeah. because I feel like I need to do it." Yeah. So I went to college, got my got my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. in networking. Yep. Top of my class, magna yeah. cum laude, shout out. Nice. See to you, And so we ended up going to after I got that job, that's when I started to get into I.T. Yeah. It was maybe six months after that. I got uh, the job with I.T. They they looked at me and they said, man, you are perfect for this job. Nice. Perfect. And this might have been right around the time you started. Probably. probably possibly. Yeah, it could have been. Um. So we I ended up starting in I.T. And but this is right before my dad died. My yeah. dad died in December 2nd. Twenty twenty one. I will never forget it. Ever. Yeah. I will never forget that, and that right there, that done me in. Yeah, my dad dying broke me yeah. in a lot of ways. It even worse than my brother. So we ended up going after I lost my dad. I I was in church at the time, and and I just left. I don't know why. Hmm. To this day, I don't know why. I just I, I felt like this horrible pain in my mm. in my heart, man. I yeah. could it's like a piece of me was gone. Yeah. That piece has come back finally. That's good. God filled what what the part of me that was missing from my dad. Yeah. And so we we ended up going to I ended up going to a company called LaPreno Foods. Yep. yep. That's where I work now. And oh my goodness, I get treated like gold there. Yeah. I love it there. I yeah. get paid really good. The benefits are good. I've learned oh my goodness, I've learned so much.
1: Well and it's So I don't know how much time we've recorded. We've probably been at this for a bit. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go home eventually. You have to go home. I gotta go back home. You live here. (laughs) That is true. That is true. That is true. (laughs) So I think, like listening this whole listening to the story, and it's been a story. Like it's an incredible journey that you've been on. Yeah. But I think the 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 piece of it that is probably the most important is you were. We need to go to car. We need to go to Colorado. We need to go to Colorado, and you kept not going. I didn't want to go. And eventually when you finally got here, things started happening.
0: It changed.
1: And a lot of what people, like, I will never I've I've had people say this and it makes me crazy. Uh, People are like, oh, I'm just waiting for God to move. And I'm like, no, shut up, move with what you, like what, what you, feel, you got, what, what you what You got. God will move with you. If it's the right thing. That's exactly People right. People have spent a lot of time being expectant. I expect that God will move. Well, guess what? You if you're gotta, expecting, you're going to get nothing because he's waiting for you to move. You yeah. aren't, he's, he's, <laughs> God is not the like, you know, marionette player with the puppets moving us around. Mm-mm. God is there, but you are in charge. You That's have right. a self-determination yep. of where you want to go. And so for you, you, st- you, st- said, okay, finally, I'll go. We'll get there. All the stuff that's happening, nothing's going well, nothing's going right. Fine. God's sending you a message being like, yes, you're gonna go. You're going to where you need to go. You need to go. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like Jonah with Nineveh, like he consistently refused to go. <laughs> he <And> eventually did. <laughs> ended, up in the, ended up in the whale's belly because he yeah. was an idiot. And so he finally went to Nineveh and did his, did his gig and that whole thing. But... For you, it's you finally got to Colorado and things I did. started working out. All and your I changed. journey from when you got to be maintenance to being in IT and even to now where you are, like when I got to know you in the district and getting to know you as you as you made that transition to Leprino, Yep. I think the changes in you have been incremental just since I've known you. Oh and yeah. What you look at and what your faith is and where your strength yep. is and where you're what you're still working on. Yeah. Um, it's important that if if God's telling you to go somewhere Yep. Be it through somebody else or you're hearing it or you're feeling it, as as hard as it is to to abandon your selfish wants and desires, because that's I think you would probably say that's what it was. You didn't want to go. I did. I was, I was selfish. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to yep. leave. I want to stay here. Yep. But what God asks us to do is he asks us to give up ourselves, give up our selfish wants. Yep. Give up our selfish needs. Yep. And follow him. And usually, Man. well not usually but almost all I would say always, you're gonna find what you need. It may yep. not be what you want. It's an old Rolling Stones song. You don't. You don't always get. You don't. Get, you don't always get what you want, but you get what <laughs> yep. you need. Yeah. Um. That's the truth of Christ is, is that it's not a it's not a it's not a want. It's a need. He fulfills your needs. Yeah. The Bible is f- full of verses about fulfilling my needs, meeting me where I need, yeah. Where, where I am in need. Where you're at, but yep. you have to know that you're in need. Yep. You have to know that you have to be open to accepting the fact that the needs of uh, the needs of the Father may not be the needs of you. That's right. And that's a piece that's a part of the Christian life that I think gets skipped over when people kind of start to get into it. It's like, okay, you're stepping into a world where you don't matter, and I don't. And that sounds cruel, but it's not that you don't matter. But what you want, and your personal selfish desires, and yeah. and, and that yeah. that doesn't ha- get to exist very much. That's right. Yeah. And but here's the other thing: if you're if you're as as hard as you are. Attuning yourself to Christ and working towards growing closer to Christ in your relationship, your prayer time, your your quiet time to whatever. Oh yeah, your needs and wants will generally start to go towards Him. They will, and it will match up more. Now, of course, there's going to be days where no, it doesn't. I want to go wash my car, and I want to get a I don't shiny want to new, do that. Today. I want to a shiny new Mercedes, and I want to. I want to buy a shiny new thing. God's <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's. That's money that you could be spending on ministry, and you could be doing like exactly right. It's 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 equal parts complex, but it's equal parts simple. Yeah, is that the life of a life of following Christ is not easy. It's not it's not a it's It's not really difficult. Yeah, it's it's challenging, but the the sooner you can figure out and accept the fact that what you want in this world. Isn't what's important. It's what God wants for you and the people around you and the community and the and the world. That's right. That's what's important. So I think for you, you've discovered that and you're understanding that as you've as you continue yep. to grow and as you continue yep. to learn as you continue to grow your family as you continue to seek Christ and seek that. Um. And so Term. I do have to go home. Uh. So you I do. think we can yeah. end this at this point. Yeah. We like, probably do. I think we've t- we've talked for a lot. I'm, you're gonna have fun editing this thing. Woo! Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that to close this out is is that both of our journeys. Have have been ha- they echo each other in some ways. They do. Like yeah. I, I, I had to accept that I needed to go somewhere else. I needed to go to a different church. I needed, to, I needed to give up, like the fact that I was like, oh, I'm worried that if we leave this church and Vicky's involved, it's going to hurt her. But in my head, uh, I had to realize that wherever wherever we land, wherever Christ, wherever Jesus, wherever whatever church we're headed towards, she'll find people, and she did. So you have to accept the fact that yeah. I might be trying to be selfish trying to protect her but i'm going to I'm, we're going to find a church that's right for Interesting. us now yeah i mean and, and the church where that first church were out was fine it was a good place for us the way we were there yeah and i think we we had to be there long enough to figure out that it okay our season here is ending and we need to find a more permanent solution to our problem that's right yep. um and so for vicky she's she's now she leads music she's the music coordinator for the yep. church um i i do youth work stuff like that like we found and we found friends we found community, but. Not yeah. only in the church, but also in the school district. Like true between you and Vicky, Vicky and other people. Like we found people who are believers and have a similar view on life. It's true, and they're focused on the right things. They're focused on the unselfish. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing that if we, if we were to leave you with one thing as listeners, yep. is is that a life lived in Christ is one lived for His glory and for His message Man, and for Rob. Him. To yeah. be glorified above all, and That's it's facts. not easy. But when you when you really when you get to that point of accepting that, it makes everything a lot easier because then yes, you're not does. you're not worried about what people think of you, or you're not yeah. worried about having the right friends, or you're not worried about having the right stuff. Like you're focused on living your life for Christ, and everything else comes secondary because when you can get Christ in the center when you can get Him to be a part of of your of your road. If you can yeah. walk with Him on the road and stay with him as you go and stay yep. off those rabbit trails and stay Stop off those going details. to the
0: right or left, right? right. Stay <laughs> on,
1: know. stay on that center path. He is the lamp unto your feet. Yep. Um, and you will follow him all the days of your life. Yep. And that, it's an old school worship song, but it's it speaks the truth. And a lot he of does. those, a lot of those classic '90s and 2000s worship songs, they're they're straight fire. Like they they're legit. Like refiners fire. You know, take, like take my one desire, like reform. Like they're yeah. sweet. We we might spend an episode talking about yeah. like we, those those lyrics and how potent and powerful they are. Um, they're yeah, potent. The life of a life of a life in Christ is not easy, but a life in Christ um, is is a way to to discover what Christ has for you and what yep. meaning he has for your life. So I'm going to, it's your, this is your podcast. I don't want to okay. take control, but you can close this out with whatever yep. you want to say. Let's do it. Okay.
0: So Aaron said pretty much everything I wanted to say too. <laughs> that was actually very good. So y'all make sure you live in peace with each other, love each other. Do not be selfish. Yeah. I know it's hard, but train, get better at being, un, being selfless yeah. because in this world, Selfishness is everywhere we look. Yep. You have been listening to the Mad Monks Podcast. Let's go. My name's Aaron. And my name is Chris. Thank you all for listening. And until our next episode, peace, everybody. May God be with you and also with you. Yes. (laughs)